What's going on? Brian Jump, SAI, PDR Marketing Podcast. How you been? Everything good? Good. If it's your first time, it's where we come and talk about PDR. PDR Marketing, we talk PDR tech tips, all things PDR, how to grow your PDR business, how to price it, all kinds of things. And then occasionally we might squeeze in a little topic about a bulldog. We might talk about, uh, what else? Baseball a little bit. My sons uh, play baseball college baseball and then uh might talk about vw or porsche restoration because that's kind of a hobby of mine too that whining you hear in the back is the shop bulldog he loves to whine when i'm on the pod so apologize about that he's kind of a kind of spoiled what's wrong sheriff hey anyway hope you're doing good we've been uh doing pretty well here um pretty steady Pretty rock steady with uh, this economy. It's very interesting. Um, some people seem to be a little bit tight on the cash, but I don't know, man. The big money people just don't. I mean, a little bit they care. I mean, probably some people had money in the stock market and probably lost quite a bit, I imagine. But then there's people that are diversified. And they're like, eh, you know, money begets money and I got money. So I'm not that worried about it. Um... Let's circle back into the year and see how we're doing, right? Um, but I'll tell you right now, doing this stuff for 30 years, you kind of learn all kinds of different things, different markets, real estate crash, um, just all kinds of shit, man. At the end of the day, people have cars that are damaged, they need to get them fixed. And there'll always be people that are willing to pay money for it. So, anywho, so today we are going to talk about YouTube. Yes, YouTube. Well, Brian, what does YouTube have to do with my PDR marketing, you know, how can I make money with YouTube? Well, you know what, Johnny, I'm glad you asked. A lot of ways, a lot of ways. Um, I'm going to tell you guys a quick story about Ibrahim. Uh, I don't know if he's still listening or if he's back in Israel right now. I haven't talked to him for a few months. But uh, he used YouTube a little bit. He also used Facebook um, in some of his uh, marketing campaigns when he was doing Hale. Um, this is an individual that every year blows through a half million dollars in a short season. I'm talking four to seven months, typically. Um, I think one year he did like three quarter of a mil. Um, and he's learned a lot about marketing after doing a lot of this stuff. There's just there's just some great, great things that you can do to to get your business in flight. And he's learned that through through you know boots on the ground. You know you you can listen, you can watch videos, you can do whatever you want, but at some point, the more you start fighting the, the, the battle instead of watching people fight the battle, it, I liken it to people watching video, you know, like Call of Duty videos instead of actually playing it. You know, at some point, you probably should be playing it if you're going to, if you want to get good. It's the same thing in business. You can either watch, you know, business from the, the, the sidelines or get on the freaking gridiron and start chewing up some grass and lower your shoulders and start bucking helmets, you know. So... That's a football analogy for those of you that have never stepped on the grass and played football. But there's, and there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe you're into ballet, you know, and I support you in your dance efforts and your pirouettes and your bleeding toes. You know, I hope everything goes great. We just, on that note, I, I bring that up because we were on the plane to Kauai a little of a week ago. And my wife's watching this movie on her laptop and I'm like, 
and I see the scene. It looks like a girl, but then she pulls down her her skirt or whatever, and she's got a duct tape duct tape unit. You know, pardon for that alarm there. Um, privates, and it's not a her; it's a he, and that's kind of the whole part of the movie. Um, and I don't even know what it's called, but um, yeah. And then they they showed this guy or this guy gal whatever doing these because uh, they were a ballet dancer. Um, I say they because I don't know if, how do I cor correctly you know describe this person. But anyway, it was kind of sad. I mean, you 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 empathized. I think that was probably the part of the filmmakers to empathize with their situation. It, it matter if you think it's right or wrong, it's not for you to say really. Or you can have an opinion on it, but that's their life and they're going through it. You know, and I just felt kind of bad, but. Yeah, there they were with the wiener all duct taped down so they you couldn't see it in their their tutu or whatever, you know, or I don't know, showering, you know, maybe the shower with underwear on or something. I don't know. Anyway. Why am I talking about that? I have no freaking idea. But anyway, let's get back to YouTube, shall we? And stop talking about wieners that are freaking taped down. Um, only on this podcast, guys. We talk about, you know, everything. Um, so how can YouTube help your PDR service business? Like I said, Ibrahim used it to leverage and business you're trying to get awareness and then you're trying to close business and, and we're going to talk about how youtube is exceptional first of all don't forget that the number one search engine online which is the modern day yellow pages is google the number two search engine is youtube okay so that's above everything else that's out there you know i don't care if it's facebook or whatever i mean the more searches are done on youtube than and all the other social media, whether it's the gram or TikTok or whatever. So, and I will say this, if you've already got one other channel that's working for you, a marketing channel, and you're doing under 250 grand, you probably should stick to that channel and master it before you move to another channel like YouTube. And I say this because there's so many nuances, so many intricate details that if you take on a new project, you're liable to get liable to get too spread thin. You just, you, it, too diluted with your your uh, your results and your efforts. It's just it's probably not. And I'm just I'm generalizing here. Some businesses, some people can do it, but I, from what I've learned, it served me well. Is that I don't want to get past, you know, uh, into another channel until I've really kind of drained the pool on the channel that I'm currently using. All right. That being said, let's move on. So why YouTube? Number one, local exposure. You can actually target locally. You can have keywords. You can have tags within your video and target a local audience. And more than likely, that's probably what you're going to want to do if you're a service business. Now, if you're a school like I am also, I'll go global or regional, at least regional. I'm not going to try to pull people from Australia anymore, although we used to. Now they've got schools down in Australia, and that's where they work, But and people will go there. But uh, yeah, this dog is really pissed off. What's wrong, Sheriff? You don't like the content? You don't like YouTube? Um, so yeah, so I, I will optimize my videos for, um, for that, that global, if it's for training or local, if it's for service. So you can, you put your city keywords in, um, and your tags and people that are searching for whatever, they got a dent in their car, whatever. You'd be surprised how many people have found us on YouTube and then plus one other online medium. And, and they'll, they'll, they'll tell us that. And it's easy to rank. If you've got, let's say, you know, Pelham, uh, Alabama, dent removal, you know, people in Pelham are going to see that, that video. 
if they're looking for that content. Um, I'm not going to tell you you're going to drive a ton of traffic, but the people that you do get, they're going to close. They're, and we'll get to that in a second. So the second reason beyond local exposure is social proof. So people get to know you. There's nothing better than a video to get to know the service provider before they bring their car to you or they call you. That the only the only better way than that would be a referral. Okay, a referral from a, a you know a friend or a, or a loved one. Um, that's going to probably be as good, if not stronger, because then it's you know the social proof has already been checked off and reviewed by your your relative or a peer, right? But but I'll tell you this right now: YouTube and social media in general, especially video, it, it, it exhibits trust. And when you're trying to have a transactional occurrence in your business, whether you're selling a product or a service or a productized service, which is a new little buzzword people like to use, the best thing you could do is get the trust of the potential customer. And YouTube is fantastic for doing that, given that you make good content and you're honest and you're authentic. Okay, I'll, I'll give you, here's another one too. If you're in an area that gets hail, you've got to make a hail video, you know, and target your area, your region, because that video, come hail time, people are going to be on YouTube, they're going to be talking, and you will get work off YouTube. Not only will you get work, you'll be able to charge more for that work because you're a brand and you're, you're trusted. Inherently, people, when they spend more money, they feel better about the transaction, which is crazy. If you think, you know, wouldn't they feel better if they spent less money? No, because they don't felt like they got the value. When they spend more money, they convince themselves that it's a better reward. It's a better product, a better service. If you had a Rolls Royce and you paid 10 bucks for it, everybody else paid 10 bucks for it, at some point, we're all not going to think that, well, it's Rolls Royce, you know? But I would like my $10 Rolls Royce if you know where to get one. So, I got all these different... What do you call it? Alarms going on my phone. I apologize. Um, another thing YouTube is good for is it's great for luxury. So if you're trying to target people with nice cars, our last YouTube customer came in about two weeks ago. He was an older gentleman, and I think I talked about it. He had an SL convertible Mercedes, and he drove here an hour and a half, almost two hours away. And he got the service he was expecting. You know, I'll tell you right now, we hit it out of the park for this, this gentleman and his wife that came in with their dog. Went and had a nice lunch, came back an hour and a half later, fixed the front of their bumper. So if you want more money, you want to close more jobs, you want to expand your reach, YouTube is awesome. Think about this. What about people that aren't even necessarily driving super luxury, but they're full on OCD? You know what I'm talking about. They're just freaking batty about a scratch or a dent. Owners will offer often research at least two online places to choose a repair service for their car. And guess what? If you're on both of those different mediums, you're going to close it. You just are, especially if you're utilizing video. Photos aren't bad. Referrals are excellent, which we're going to talk about in, in a, a podcast coming up uh, to a city near you soon. But I'm, I'll ask you guys again, what's more important than trust? Pretty much nothing. Nothing. You gain the customer's trust, it's game on. The keys are going to be slapped in your hand or the card key or whatever, the fob. You're going to get a kick in the ass. Start making some money, Billy. All right, so let's get to this YouTube marketing strategy, a 10-step marketing strategy. And this is kind of like a generic one, but it's going to be something just to kind of give you a good framework, a good idea. And then we'll cut bait and move on. All right, number one, 
create your channel. You have to have a YouTube channel. Okay, you just don't create a video without having a channel. It doesn't take long. Throw up a little logo. Throw up a picture of yourself working on a car. You more importantly than a car. Okay, sure, it's nice to have before and after. You can you can flex if you want, Johnny. But I recommend a picture of you in front of your vehicle, smiling, or you talking to a customer would be great. That that's at the end of the day, business is a show, and business is about feels. It's not really about the actual product. It's not about the service. It's about the feeling that they exude from the transaction they got from you. Okay, if you could, I'll, I'll, give, you, I'll give you an example. We had a lady, her name is Maxine. Hold on one second, I'm gonna let this dog out of the, out of the office here. All right, buddy, go on. There you go. So we had this lady, Maxine. She's got a Lexus XSC 430. Really nice car. A little bit dated now, but for its time, V8, hardtop convertible. Badass vehicle. She comes in and she's got damage all over the car. We fix it. She comes back and she's like, you know what? I'm not really happy with this one little part, this little scratch. And, and we're like, you know what? And it was, I'll, I'll save you guys all the narrative. Basically, we would have had to replace the bumper. We kind of welded the bumper, but we it was a one-time only thing. You take the bumper off and right where the bumper meets the fender seam, it was a little bit bumpy in there. And so we looked at each other. We're like, oh yeah, okay, we'll fix it. Knowing full well, the only way to fix that is to replace the bumper. So we're like, okay, we're just going to try to put a little spit shine on it and see if we can, you know, satisfy 83-year-old Maxine. Super nice lady. So she comes out and and she she has her daughter-in-law with her. She's like, okay, hopefully these guys, you know, hit their marks and made it look pretty for me. And she goes walking up. She walks to the wrong side of the car. And and my partner and I, we walk up to it, Jeff the Painter, and I, and we, uh, we're like, pfft. All right, she's not even going to the right part of the car, you know, and and she was so happy, she was so excited, and they were almost jumping up and down doing little, like you know, little celebratory uh, pogo sticks. We neither one of us looked at each other. We we can't tell her. We can't tell her she's looking at the wrong side of the car, and she I don't think she cared, you know, at that point. She was just happy that her car looked great, and was what's the story mean? It 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 really goes back to about feeling, guys. I did not want to take her to the other side of the car and blow that feeling. There's no way, no way, you know, put, put this situation, this scenario into a different frame and maybe I would, but not with Maxine, such a nice lady, such a great family. We appreciate her business, but man, I felt bad, but at the same time I was happy because she was happy. Will that car come back next week? Maybe, but I doubt it. I doubt it. But what is it? What am I emulating here? What am I? drawing a big freaking line in the sand about it's our business and every business is about the customer feeling it really is all right so you created that that youtube channel that's number one number two learn about your audience okay you need to know your audience if you're new to this business damn well you better start start surveying everybody anybody and everybody turn over every rock talk to every turtle every cat find out what they want in their dent removal business or their dent removal service i should say number three Research your competition. Don't spend too much time. Spend a little bit of time. Find out kind of what the, the median is. And then and then strike out to be better. I always say take any business you're going to do and go luxury. You're going to get more money. You're going to have more money to service them better. It's going to be a better experience all, all the way around. If you're going to be mediocre, that's just a way of just mailing in your life. And ha in my opinion, having a shitty life and uh, having a shitty business. Don't be mediocre, guys. It's just a poor business plan. It, it's a plan to fail and you're failing to plan. 
All right, number four, learn from your favorite channels. Go look at some of the other channels that are on there. And they don't even have, they could be cross-platform or cross-industry. Cross, uh, they don't have to be PDR. They could be, you know, roofing or all kinds of different stuff. Look at other, I would stick to service businesses per se, you know, but try to find other service business that's doing something unique and interesting. And, and that you can gain some ideas from and then separate yourself from the competition. Number five, optimize your videos to get views. That's something that's deep. We're not going to talk about that. But yes, you don't need 100,000 views. What if you had 50 views, but out of those 50, 10 were potential customers? Would you be happy? Fuck yeah, I'd be happy. That's a lot of money. So you don't need 10,000 views. You know, you basically need a good handful of targeted views. So make content that your customers are going to appreciate. Number six, upload and schedule your videos. That goes without saying. Number seven, optimize your channel to attract followers. So you're going to want to create content that once again, it's going to create trust. And if it's going to create trust, people are going to follow you. They're just going to want to follow you, especially if you have a good brand story. Hey, you know what? I got into this because my mother was ripped off by a body shop and I said I wasn't going to you know, put up with that shit anymore. So I started Paintless Dent Repair and now I'm helping others and their moms so they don't get ripped off, blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. There's your brand story. People are going to, they'll rally behind that shit. The, the evil, nasty body shop monster, you know, the big box body shop, those, those sinners, right? Okay. Number eight, try YouTube advertising. You don't have to do this. It's if you want to kind of jumpstart it, you certainly can. Now, if here's the caveat, you're in Lexington, Kentucky and tomorrow Lexington, Kentucky, blah, Lexington, Kentucky gets hail damage. And you've already got your videoed up. Yeah, why not? Why not? Fire up some ads. Because you're gonna you're gonna freaking ball ass. You know, unless you have so much work you don't even care, then no, don't. But yeah, I would definitely get some ads going. And you could also do it if there's no hail in Lexington, but you're just trying to get your, your video seated, get some more views, get it to rank, and then for more actual service business or hail, you're already rocking and rolling. Okay, two more. Nine. Try influencer marketing. Yeah, you can, you can buy some views or get, get somebody to, to post your link on their related you know, social media platform if you want. It could be TikTok, could be Gram, Facebook, whatever. It really just depends on how aggressive you're trying to go. And then lastly, analyze and adapt. That's kind of huge. You should be talking to all your customers. Survey them all. Hey, what did you like about what we did for you? What would you do you have any recommendations? Something we could have done better. Something you didn't like. Shoot me straight. I got thick skin. <laughs> Take it like a man, man. Don't don't be a bitch. If they tell you something that they, they didn't like, even if you don't agree with it or you don't want to change, because we're not going to change for every Tom, Dick, and Harold. But at the end of the day, you want the feedback. It's going to help you learn what's in the eyes of the customer. Some customers are jackasses. You and I know that. If you've been in business any, any amount of time, I could, I could wax poetic about a bunch of customers that are just, I wish I would have seen the signs. Unfortunately, the signs all said stop, and we didn't. We drove, we freaking ran the red, went right through it, and then took them in as customers. And with yeah, to great regret. But I digress. That's service business. When you're dealing with people, I don't care if you're selling dance or selling tacos. You're gonna have some winners, and you're gonna have some others that play on the other side of the fence. The big L is what I'm saying. Yeah. All right, that's it. I appreciate you tuning in. Appreciate your love. Hey, rate review of this podcast, man. Wherever you watch it. Google Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, MyTunes, MySpace, whatever. However you see it, however you find it, if you would rate and review us, 
and refer us. If you got any friends, hey, tell them, hey, come check out that wacky podcast with that, that Brian guy. Every now and then he says something useful. I'd love that. I appreciate it, guys. Any questions I can help you out with, feel free. 949-302-3464. I'm here to help the industry any way I can, passing back, giving back. After 30 years, I've learned a couple things. And I, this old dog's still trying to learn new tricks too. So I'm telling you right now, there's a lot of new stuff that's coming down the pike. Pay attention to that pike. You'll learn something. All right, guys. Thanks again. I really appreciate you. Love you all. We'll catch you on the next SAI PDR Marketing Podcast. Bye-bye for now.